it gave me an opportunity to say that it's not just about how you pick up a clipper or how you pick some shears up, but it's how you can change somebody's life at that moment. The Seven Figure Boss Podcast is finally here and it's all about ditching your detrimental thoughts to make the seven-figure money through your dream business. I am your host, Adrian Velasquez, the original seven-figure boss, and I'm going to be powering you with all of the knowledge you'll ever need to conquer your own limiting beliefs and to step into the life of abundance, joy, and guess what? Financial freedom. Aside from the one-on-one episodes, I am also bringing you insightful interviews with my million-dollar bosses who will teach you what it takes and how you can build your own road to generational wealth. So are you ready to step into the new chapter of the seven-figure journey with me? All right, guys, I am so excited to introduce this sister to y'all. When I mean she is so dope, I fell in love with her. The minute that I met her, she is changing. I feel like not only the industry, but she is changing the world. Because if y'all don't know nothing about the beauty industry, we everything. Y'all depressed, where y'all go? Y'all happy, where y'all go? Y'all just get married, where y'all go? All right, so um, without further ado, I'm about to bring this sister up here because first of all, she gotta share what she got going on on top of her sharing about what she got going on. I just need for her to just drop some of these nuggets that is so needed right now in the beauty industry. Let me bring my girl up here, Micheline Barbara. What's hello, up? hello, hello. What? Hey. <laughs> Super hey. excited to be here this evening. I just finished watching your last live. Can I say dope? So, you know, just Girl, sitting here, just him. like writing notes and just excited about where we are going this evening in our conversation. So thank you for having me here. Amen. So for, for my audience that don't know you, because I know you a mom, but I know you this new grandma. Yeah. <laughs> we are part of this new grandma club. Exactly. But give them some background because I know I love what you're doing one with this Impulse Summit. But it is so much more to who you are. Yes. So share with the audience. Like you said, I, I'm definitely a mom. That's first. And I'm a, a G-mom. So I'm super excited about my grandson. And so... I'm a business owner. I am a trendsetter. And when I say that, I'm willing to go against the grain. And uh, you talked about Impulse Summit. So that is my latest birth. And that is a summit that's going to be held in Charlotte, North Carolina this September that you're definitely going to be a part of. Uh, I'm a salon owner here in Tampa, Florida, a salon suite uh, called M Salon One, a new product line called MKC. Super excited for that baby. And that was born on my birthday, April 3rd. So it's so many facets to me, but more than that, I'm I'm a true faith walker. And I, I've i been called a frog, and when I say it's forever relying on God, and so that's who I am. I'm willing to take that leap uh, when all others, you know, don't want to do it. That's, that's just who I am. And so I live here in Tampa, Florida, 
And so everybody's like, well, I'm Charlotte. I'm originally from South Carolina. And so I want to keep it in the South Carolina, North Carolina area for right now. But, you know, it's, you're right. It's bigger than hair. And I say that it's not just about hair, but it's about changing lives. And that's what definitely is needed in this industry. Amen. I love it. So both of us, we've been in this industry where it seemed like forever. Yes. And um, we've seen a lot of change. A lot of change. That was one of the reasons why I love what you are doing with this Impulse Summit. Yes. Because it's totally different. Mm -hmm. It's something I ain't never seen before. Right. Um, (laughs) Something that I know that is needed. It is so needed. Yes. So give us a little breakdown about your why. Why did you create the Impulse Summit? Well, one of the things, the why was the need. There was a void um, because you and I, we do a lot of hair shows. We do a lot of summits. We've done, you know, different things. But it's always you leave there saying something more. Mm-hmm. I know it's something more that I'm missing, especially coming from a background of Dudley products where I know what true education is about. I know what it is to sit in the seats. I know what it is to take notes and to listen And so a lot of times, you know, we see these things and we think that, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. But the reality is when you know what it really supposed to look like, you go after that. And so Impulse Summit was birthed out of that, out of that, that void in our industry, that belief that so many people want to give up and so many people are looking at social media sensations and all this. But Mm. the reality is there's some real educators out there. And I always tell people, don't call me a teacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm an educator. You know, and so there's a difference in between teaching someone. Uh, I'm a leader. And so and I'm also ready to be led. And that's the difference. Sometimes people just want to lead, but I could step back and let somebody else lead. And so for so long and even now I watch people. I'm a people watcher. And I also take notes as to what are they and ask them questions. What are you looking for? What is that thing about, you know, you that you need to change or the thing that you see in this industry that need to change? And uh, sometimes we see people sit in our chair. And they have so many complaints about <laughs> how this industry is going. You know, hey, they're coming in now and saying they are looking for shampooing. Yes, we do that. They're looking for someone who can educate them. Yes, we have that. And so with Impulse Summit, we plugged in to a power source that needs to be done, and that's faith. And so this is a faith-based summit, but we also know how to serve And then education is there. And so when you have that facet of how does your faith work? How are you really believing that you can walk through that door and know something is on the other side for you? What is that thing about you that's missing that you can plug back in and put the pieces together? So Impulse Summit is putting the pieces together. Adrian, like we talked about that thing about not just us, but other people that we see that sitting in that chair, that may be giving their last and we're not giving nothing back to them. It's about giving back to them now. It's about saying, hey, I know you came here on your last. I know this is your last thought, your last idea, your last purpose, your last movement. Let us give it back to you. And when we leave places, I live exhausted. I'm going to leave this world empty. I cannot keep it. So what I'm going to do is pass that on. Not leaving any crumbs. (laughs) None. None. You know, so you know how that is to leave there like, oh, at the end on Monday, like I'm exhausted. But then somebody call you and say, I have a question. You ready? You ready to give back? So that's what Impulse Summit is. A three day faith walk, uh, a a servitude and an education all under one roof. And we bring in some of the most powerful um, servants 
educators, elite educators across the country under one umbrella because right. everybody had that same purpose, that same drive. And so I don't choose people off of how many likes you have, how many followers you have. I choose people off how you treat people. Amen. How do you treat that person that's out there that don't know what to do and you know what to do, but you fail to tell them what to do because, oh, I learned this, but they didn't. But you never know when you give what you're going to get back. Jesus. You never know. Well, I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway yes. so everybody else can hear you answer this. Do you look at hair? Or anything, but no, you know what? Let me take it back. I'm not gonna say anything because there's something about a hairstylist and a barber. Something about them. Do you look at this as being a ministry? Definitely. I'm gonna tell you every time someone sits in the chair at the salon, or every time I go out and educate, it's a ministry. It's been time when God has has jumped inside and I've said something to somebody that I never knew, but it was him speaking and not me. So every time someone is there, I was there sitting in that chair. I know how it is to be there. And you just trying to blend in and you hoping nobody see you. But the reality is God sees you. He sees everything about you. And when you're there and you're broken and bitter, hurt people, hurt people. Come on. So when you are sitting in the chair, it's a ministry. And it's something that the more you talk to them, the more they're going to come out and say things. I just released something called her that was bought out of me. And a lot of people said, Mitch, I didn't know you were going through that. Because sometimes you suppress things. You hold things in and you think you're the only one that's going through it. But the reality is there's that person, that person, and that person that's going through that same thing. But nobody want to talk about it. Everybody want to walk in silence and no one want to say, you know what, I'm struggling in my business right now. or I'm struggling with my, my, you know, my finances. Or I'm struggling with my clientele. I'm struggling. The whole part of getting something over or getting better is to first write it down and say, this is what I'm asking. Amen. Amen. It says in the tables to write it down and make it plain. I'm Amen. struggling with blah, 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 blah. I'm struggling with da-da-da. When you say this out loud, God can hear it. So you're saying it like, listen, God, I need you to come. Not now, but right now. Because you're a promise. You're a way maker. And so in our industry, we have this thing where we think that we're hiding from people. When it's seen. It can be written all over our face that we hurting. Jesus. It can be written all over that. We don't want to go and sit on somebody's couch and get help. Or sit and get a coach and say, listen, this is, this is my finances right here. This is what I'm doing right here. I want to learn this better. I want to learn. I want to add something to my library that I hadn't had before. But I don't know about you, but I know with me, I wasn't raised up to do this coach thing. You know what I'm saying? I got my first coach when I was 18. I mean, 18 years ago. Right. And my mother thought I was crazy. She like a coach. Girl, what you need a coach for? And it was like, I wanted to break and just collapse all of those things in my life that was holding me back. And I think I had shared this with you. It was me truly, honestly becoming an educator, traveling the world. Yes. And I was going into all these white salons and I'm like, how are y'all making it happen? Yes. 
And every last one of them said, a coach. A coach. And I'm like, what is this coach thing? And then when I figured out what it was, I was like, no, I want some of that. Yes. And I remembered during that period of me, because I'm not going to lie, girl, I was going to church. I was raised up in the church. Me too. <laughs> but girl, but that was all I was doing. I right. was going. I did not give my life to Christ until I became an adult. Girl, it wasn't really until I moved here to Texas. And it, it was, was me having the girl go through chemo. Yes. And me opening, girl, I opened up a salon in the middle of me going through chemo. Come on now. Yes. I was like, come on, Jesus. But he had told me to write it down. And mm -hmm. I wrote it down. And I thought, I was like, no, nah, I got to be going crazy. But I wrote it down and I was obedient and I listened. Mm-hmm. And I got all these weak white people coming into my salon asking for me to pray for them. Girl, I was like, Jesus, you know, I don't be doing no public prayer, you know. <laughs> but he knows. He knows. But he knows. And it's like, I'm like, I, I, I don't know if the hairstylists, the barbers, the, just the people in the beauty industry realize what we are truly called to do you know one thing about it is they always tell you about con you know consultation right but in that consultation you are also getting to know that person mm -hmm. and there's a lot of women I, I cut a young lady's hair a couple of weeks ago um that lost her her wife and she said i want you to know miss mitch this haircut was more than because her wife died of cancer and she said it, it was more it was bigger than this haircut now, what if I had not paid her attention or be attentive to her needs or just talk to her and, you know, console her and let her know that God doesn't make mistakes. Through that time, not only was she, I'm healing her, she was healing me. It gave me an opportunity to say that it's not just about how you pick up a clipper or how you pick some shears up, but it's how you can change somebody's life at that moment when you don't know what they're going through. Jesus. When you don't know where they're sitting there and everything, when you say about a coach, I've always had a coach. I had a coach when I was playing softball. I had a coach when I tried out for the basketball yeah, team. I had true. those coaches. So when you look at that, thought about that, right? Every person has to have that person to guide them. I had a band coach that That's taught so me how true. to play an instrument. You have to have somebody there to lead you. You have to have somebody there that says, listen, I've been through it. And so, so many times you were born a coach. A lot of us are born a coach because you try to keep people from making the same mistakes you did. That's a coach. Jesus, come on. Come if on. I can tell you, listen, come if on. I was you, I would do this, da, 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 because I've been through it. That's a coach. Come on. If I can tell you and write my notes down and say, listen, in this month right here now, it's going to get a little rough because that's a coach. But Amen. are you willing, are you coachable? Are you coachable? And it's a difference between being a coach position and being coachable. There's plenty of people who could have made it in the big leagues, the NBA, but they wasn't coachable. Come I know on. quite a few people Come that on. they had to drop them off because they wasn't coachable. They wasn't, they didn't listen to somebody who's already been through it. And so many times we want to go and go across the country and your coach could be right there. That person that you see have made that mistake. Mm -hmm. You know what I say? I learned from people on the side of the road. When I see people begging, I learn from them. Because what I want to see is 
not just the fact that what happened, but how did this happen? Yes. What is it you can tell me? Yes. Do not let me be in that position. That's a coach. So when you look at it, or when you yes. look at leaders or managers, yes. people who are coaching you because they know they've been there. They know how to get you there. They know how to get you excited and they know how to say, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I lost this much of money <laughs> and because I did this and this, that's a coach. But okay. you know what? I think a lot of times too, we may look at them like that, but the lack of their belief, they don't look at themselves like that. You know, I, I think about that a lot because at one time, even when I did my her video, I looked at myself differently. And at one time I used to like, okay, I got to pop tags and make, you know, make the outside look good. But on the inside, I didn't recognize me. I didn't know who I was. My belief wasn't there in, in what I could do. Mm -hmm. But he says, do it in fear. Do it anyway, through fear. Praise him through them in the midst of it all. Do it even when you're afraid because I got you. Amen. He didn't say, I want you to be fearful. He said, I know this is a material, you know, we are, we are flesh. So it's going to be a, a point in time when we are so afraid to just jump out there and say, listen, let me get this. Let me get this right here. And then watch to turn around when you have the belief in it, when you already wrote it down and God see it upon the tables, guess what he's doing? He's reading it with you. God, I believe. And I know what you can do. God, keep me focused. Like I write this note to myself, but I also say it out loud when I'm brushing my teeth or I keep you know, my flyers on my, on my windshield of my car, or I may keep it in the, the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth, because it's a reminder. This is what you have. This is what you need to do. This is what you, when you see it, because we walk by faith, right? And not by sight. We walk by faith and not by what we see, but because God said it. Amen. And we know it's going to be true. That's right. Speak it to existence. That's right. She said it. There's been plenty of times, Adrian, that when we have gone to uh, seminars or, or different classes, and before I set up real early and I go in, I pray over the chairs. And I say, God, you may not send me a lot of people, but send the right people. Yes. You may not send a lot of people, but send the right people because you could get, and I just told you earlier, I did my, my most impactfulness in smaller settings more intimate settings where I'm able to talk to people and I'm able to really look at them and be like, that's what you want me to talk to God. But when it's a lot of people, I don't know. Sometimes it's not there, but the right people will be there. The right people Amen. is going to be that person that you can talk to and understand and feel. Cause even when we first, you know, I gave you a compliment in or we was in or, uh, Miami, I think it was mm -hmm. somewhere. And I'm like, man, you got pretty. There's nothing wrong with giving somebody a compliment because that way, you know, <laughs> sister, we, we, we collaborating together. We working together. Amen. This is, we, this the ground that we walking on that faith walk, that faith ground. Mm -hmm. And you figure we were, when we looked at each other, it wasn't a lot of faces around us that looked like us. No, it wasn't. So we were both looking at each other and all like, <laughs> I'm like looking at you like she's so pretty and dope. I love it. So we you both know. were doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, that shirt. Okay. <laughs> oh, Charlena's on here. She hey, Charlena. I mm -hmm. love her. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we, we we know how um Charlene is another one that's always talking about 
the change of the industry. Yes. Because she's been in this industry too well, mm-hmm. for a minute. I think we have got caught up in the world of influence. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with having influence. But is what kind of influence? Exactly. And we've we've gotten so far away from what God has called us to do. And I'm uh, uh, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Say it. I say it. Say it. Stylists of color. Yes. Stylists of color. We have allowed for this industry to be robbed from us. Mm-hmm. And we do it to each other. We do. I think um, what we don't realize is that a lot of people look at us and they want to be like us, but we don't look at us and want to be like us. Come on. We will put more emphasis on that person over there opposed to let me sit down and see what what Adrian has to bring to the table. Let me I've always been that type to, you know, write down the good, the bad, what I can do better. What, you know, what I did now. And you ask somebody else, say, you know what, what if you could find something I could have changed? Tell me what I could, well, you could have did this better. You could have been this better, right? But you're willing to make that change. We will go to McDonald's. And I had to tell a young lady that I said, you'll go to McDonald's and eat the fries. Fries not good. You go back again, right? Fries not good. You go back again. But then you were hurt. Come on. An Afro-American business. Because... The, the tea, they didn't have sweet tea. Excuse me? You you were hurt that business. Opposed to saying, you know what, it might have been the sweet tea might have been off a little bit. But you got to realize that person is trying to make it. So why not support it? Why not put stuff back in it? Because we are looking and run to all these other shows. But yet we won't support something that we know is organically operated. Come on. Come on. You know, something that somebody is going through grassroots effect that's coming out, passing out flyers, <laughs> boots on the ground. When you see the work is there, when you see what they're doing, we got to do better. We got to look at education as true light. What is education? When you're sitting in the chair, when not when you're forced to sit in the chair because of CEU hours, <laughs> but you're sitting in the chair because you genuinely want to find that one thing to make you different. That one thing to make you stand out. I was asked a question yesterday um, through a major company and they was like, what makes Impulse Summit different? So because we're not trying to be like anyone else. I know that's I don't right. Look at nothing else. I look at what's missing. Educated 33 years. Baby, just just look at the lineup. Yes, different. Look just at look the at lineup. Just look at the lineup. I'm you, about I have ever. not seen this in, I told you, I haven't Power. seen it at ABS, Salon Centric, Born and Brother. I, I, I have not seen, I've seen vendors, but, but like true education where you're going to walk away with something that yes. will allow for you to step your beauty business game up. Up. When you leave there, it's so funny. People leave there and text back or inbox me and say, Micheline, because of impulse summit, da, 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 da. 
because it is the key that you gave me. Da, 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 da. It opened up so many doors. The exposure, the family that we have. I'm telling you right now, even the power of connection that we have, the key holders that we're on meetings, making sure that everyone get it. And hey, did we think about this? And did we think about that? And hey, what about this? We're putting in so much in between our influencers that's going out and saying, I'm, Mitch, I'm going to go to this class. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go here and talk to this. It's so many facets that we thought about. It's almost like a fine dining restaurant or staying at a, a hotel, right? Or a fine hotel. You look at when you pull up, is there somebody to take your bags? Boom, yes. And then I take your bags upstairs for you. Go ahead and check in at the front desk and you smell how, how good it smells, right? And then you go up to the front desk and it's like, oh, Miss Barbara, right? Yes, I'm here to check in. I'm like, oh, they know my name. <laughs> hey, they know. It's like they know your name. And then when you walk to your room, they got something on the pillow for you. There's things that I pay attention to. The, the experience. The experience. Like even the hotel that we're going to be at, your hotel, Hotel Derek, I'm excited. Made my hotel room I'm like, yes, it's right here. It's near this. I'm like mm -hmm. doing research on where I'm going to lay my Girl, head. It's such a dope hotel. It's dope. You know? And so when you look at this, cause I know how you carry yourself, you have been consistent with who you are. I don't know how to be anyone else for me. Amen. I just talked to my pastor today. He said, Michelin from day one, you have been who you are. I don't know how to change. I did that one time in my life and it didn't work. I tried to tell, Oh, you plan too much of it. You know, you can't do this on stage. When they tell me I can't for a minute, I stopped and I was like, but you know what? I can. Girl, it was someone tell me what I can. I'm like that. I work I for, and Charlena remembers this. We received an email <laughs> where I knew the email was directed at me. I was like, oh shoot, where it told us we cannot talk about God in our classes, wow. and uh -huh. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I prayed on it before. Didn't do it in one class. And then I continued it back up. Didn't get in trouble over it, but that email was sent out. And I was just like, I don't know any other way. When people are asking me, how did you get all of this? I'm like, girl, it's God. You know, okay. I'm like, how can you explain something so supernatural? I know me, I wasn't the best of students, girl. I was not the best of students. I'm like, do you remember those Plymouth Neons? Yes. Girl, I'm like, how do I go from a Plymouth Neon roaches to living in a 4,000 square foot home driving a $100,000 car? But God. God. You know, so when people are asking me that, I'm like, yeah, the products are great, but this right here, God ordered all of this. You know, I always tell people, if you're going to brag about what you have, you're going to brag about what you have. The first thing you got to say is brag about how, like, God yeah. did it. <laughs> how God did it. Oh, this is what God. And even when they try to bury you, but God. And Come so on. sometimes you don't have to say nothing but those two words, but God. But God got me through. But God did it. You know, we're going up against the grain because at one time someone told me, ah, you know, if you want to get sponsors, if you want to get partners, uh, you might not want to mention not and I'm like, I'm willing to do that. But a lot of people don't realize the dark world this industry is in. And when you are always that light. That's it. You look different. 
You look like you ain't trying to assimilate. It's it's a different tone with it. Yes. Yes. That was, I didn't even know your faith, but I knew your faith, if that makes any sense. You never opened up your mouth and said, I'm a Christian, none of that. But I knew that your walk was different than everybody you was around. Mm -hmm. Because it I had to be true else. to myself. I had to be true to myself. And I know for a fact that without him, there's a lot of things I wouldn't have. Any, I wouldn't have anything, to be honest with you, without him, because I know what he bought me through, even the first year of Impulse Summit, going through a divorce and moving. And, you know, so many, it was so many things that was just coming after me. And I plenty of times I'm crying in my sleep and I'm jerking in my sleep. And I said, you know what? I got this because he got me. And when I continuously said, I'm going to faith walk this, I'm going to walk it. Even when it hurts, because he said, even though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. And I had it coming at me left and right. Come on. And I didn't give up. I didn't give up. Nor did I say, let me count how many people in the room. No, let me count who's in the room. The who's who in this room that's going to change, not just themselves, but change me. As to knowing that we got to stand here. That's why the key holders stand beside me. And that's why they give up their time and they give up their abilities to do certain things because they know the assignment that I'm on, that they know that God is in the building. They've seen it. They witnessed it. And those who have ever came there, they witnessed what he's done. Yes. Now, who am I to walk away from him because he didn't walk away from me? Come on. Who am I to do that? Because of partners? No. You're going to partner with me because guess what? Just like my pastor said, it's like playing spades. He said he's never played spades at a time in his life. He said, but they was trying to show him how to play cards. He said, the thing is, you got to rely on your who? Your mm. You got to play the hand that's dealt to you and say three and a possible, right? And I'm across from you. You're, you're my partner. That's God. God's my partner. And he knows what's in my hand because you got to say it out loud. Three and a possible. Five and a possible. So the other two saying... I know they got this and then this person got, you know, so let's see how can we can beat them. But when you have the right partner, whatever's in your hand that's dealt, they already got it. They're going to pick it up where you lost because you got to say it out loud. These problems, these things that I have, I got five of the possible right here. And you play the hand you're dead because you have the greatest partner, the person mm -hmm. that can that can get with you more than anything. So it's not enough color. It's not enough cutting. It's not enough, you know, trichology, holistic. It's none of that compared to what you can get from him. And then he will get the rest of it to you. Come on. Have you ever been to a point where you just could not think about anything, Jesus. where nothing was, was not clear, right? And then you just said, I'm going to fast. So I'm going to just give it to God. And everything just opens up, even people. There's plenty of times when... I have given it to him and people showed who they really are. Right. And I'm like, God, it was right there in my face the whole time. It's so crazy that you say that. So a lot of people know how transparent I am about my son getting locked up. And you know how, when God has you on one path and he has called you to do something, but you got your track shoes on running in the opposite direction. Yes. And he said, I'm going to get you no matter how I got to get you. And I know with my son, 
I said, the minute I said, Father God, I just surrender him to you. Yes. He got locked up. And my husband was like, why you didn't pray for him not to get locked up? And I'm like, I just told God any means necessary. I said, but God, just please don't kill my baby. That's, That's That was the only request. That's it. So when he got locked up, girl, it was like, I ain't gonna lie, it was like a piece. Yes. My son has been locked up now, Micheline, for since 2019 without seeing a judge. Me and my husband the other day, we just said, you know what? Let's pray and fast. Mm-hmm. My son calls me up and we're just talking. And he's like, mom, I've never prayed so hard. I've never read as many books as I read. And it was like during this season, I kept on saying, you know what, Father God, you know when he's ready to come out. You know. And we received some news today, girl. Me and my husband know it wasn't nothing but God. And I told my husband, I said, look, because my daughter said she heard us laughing. She's like, what was y'all laughing at last night? I said, oh, we was in the, um, the bed reading the Bible, talking about something. But it was just, it was crazy with us laughing. But it was the prayer hmm. release, because I had to release it. The release. Because, girl, I don't like to see my kids go through nothing. Nope. Okay. Nope. If, if I was that helicopter mom before you can make a mistake, um, I'm right <laughs> on you. <laughs> That's, me. That's me. That's me. Right. But this was the one time where I just could not get in there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and God, you know, had to have that conversation with me to tell me, well, first of all, you got to believe that I am the God that I say that I am. You got to mm-hmm. trust the process. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, girl. It was like when year one went, I was like, Jesus, come on. Then year two, year three started messing with my head because I'm like, you know what? You know, I I had, I was apologizing to him because I'm like, I prayed that you got locked up. Yes. Yes. You know, but I'm like, I told my son, I said, now I see it. I said, because you were already called to do his work. You thought that you was going to be on the football field, but God said, no, I got something else for you. Yes. And you can't run from what you're called into. And I said, it's so crazy when I look at our industry, how we're like, no, this ain't for me. I'm quitting. I'm leaving. Or we're bouncing off to another salon. It just has me in that mindset. God has called us to do something. And we so busy looking for all of these other things. And it's it's like, it's right here. It's right here. You know? And I just, oh my God, girl. When I'm talking about, I've been on like, I'm like, Jesus, look at you. Yes. When we are called to do something, we can't run from it. He's going to trip us. It's so many things that single time. We, but see, he wasn't tripping my son. He wasn't uh-huh. tripping him. He was not tripping him. You know, he'll talk to him. And I always, me and my husband would play with my son. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? You feel like you got this magical fairy dust <laughs> where God only, you know, sprinkles it on you. Right. He would never get in trouble for his foolishness. 
you know and this time god was like sit down yes he oh, sat yeah. him down and i'm like jesus look at you look at you you know and I, and i think too i had to be a better me mm -hmm. that's the thing that we don't realize when I talked to a young lady today. I said, when you, when we understand who we are, we can be better for other people. Mm. When we can understand the things that we're doing wrong, we can be better for other people because we are, we're so quick to point fingers at, at everyone else. But then we got to look at ourselves and say, you know what, what, what could I have done better? What am I doing? Yeah, what yeah. am I doing wrong? You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes we go through that guilt trip, but God will sit you down. Because It was one, um, this last, year and the year before that the same exact time young lady reminded me i lost my voice could not talk came out of nowhere the same day december the 5th last year december the 5th the year before that could not speak right and i was like god i'm like i, I didn't just holler it but i need to be quiet i need to be silent for me to hear him jesus because you can't talk and hear him at the same time but i also need to believe in what he was saying. And so I also asked God, send me signs, send me wonders. It's not that I, you know that I, but I need to know that you're telling me to do this. I need to know when you're telling me to walk this way or, or call it believe or call it make room or, or call it stretch or call it, you know, breathe. I need to know that's you saying this. Not because it sounds good on paper, but because God, you're saying it. And every year he gives me what is called, what Impulse Summit is called. Last year it was breathe. And there was so many things that we needed. The year before that was stretch. You know, so, so many things that needed. To, so it was so many things that was building up. And this year he gave me believe. And I'm like, I believe. He said, yeah, because our industry is not believing. Come on, come on. Come and not on. believing. <laughs> believing in the lie. If you see be lie, don't believe in that. Believe in who he say he is. Believe in what he said he's going to do because look at even if, though your son is there, you kept him safe because there he's, uh -huh. he's safe and he's understanding now who he is. Thank so God you. had to sit that down for him to say, you know what? I'm reading the Bible more. I'm understanding who God is more. I'm understanding who I am more so I yes. can be a better person. Yes. Yes. As parents, we definitely don't want to see our children hurt. But then we give it up to God and we say, listen, God, let your will be done. We understand. We say that. When we say that, and even in our industry, there's so many people that, you know, going out and getting other jobs or just giving up and just getting out of the industry. God did not bill you for that. He gave you gifts this morning in our prayer group. It was about gifts, the talents. All of us are giving it. But what are we doing with it? Are we burying them? Or are we saying, because I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, I bought up more gifts like uh, refurbishing my chairs, going to the Dollar Tree and, and putting different crafts and arts together. I was going to take sewing and I'm up here like doing fashion stuff. But we had to be set down to understand that he gave us gifts. Mm -hmm. He said, be still. Be still and know I am God. Not you, not this man, not this book. Be still and know that I am God. And if you believe in me, all things are possible. Not some. He said, all things are possible. If we get back into the belief of our industry, because like you said earlier, we're touched. We touch everybody. News anchors. We touch 
everybody got to come through a stylist. Mm -hmm. Come on. I was looking at the awards banquet where Angela Bassett gave um yes to stylists. She said, "Without y'all, it would be no me. The way I look, the way like I'm like that's what I'm talking about." But so many people do not realize that we do make a path. Oh my God! For so many people, we do make that work for so many people. There's so many people who sit in our chair sometimes, not one time, but twice a week. If there are certain things that they got to look good and makeup and lashes, we are in this industry. It's called the beauty industry, the barber industry, because we make people beautiful, not just on the outside, but how can you make people beautiful on the inside? How can yes. you change their hearts? How can you do that by talking, communicating, and being still? And when you and your husband went through the fasting, what opened up? Just today, so many things opened up to me just today because I'm going through that. Yes. I'm going through that period of giving up something, sacrificing, because God sacrificed for us. Who am I not to give up something or some things for him? So, yes, mm. the lineup, I pray over everybody that's going to be there. I pray for every key holder, every influencer, everybody that's going to be attending, everybody who had the desire to attend, every elite educator, every sponsor, every partner, every exhibitor, every person that's preparing the food, the hotel. We pray from head to toe. Amen. Again, because when y'all are blessed, we blessed. Amen. And that's what it's about. Girl, I don't want to end this. I'm like, Jesus, we said 30 minutes. We almost in the hour. Oh, it's, oh <laughs> Lord, I didn't realize it's an hour. It's, it's powerful, yeah. though. That's why I'm so, I'm so gotta, excited about being a part of your event in July. And I'm, I'm so excited about you being with us in September, September 23rd through the 25th. Yes. I'm super duper excited about just that that combination of what we're, what's going to happen what eyes have not seen ears have not heard what's going to happen amen because we speak it and we put out in the atmosphere that it's going to be a blessed weekend and the and the right people are going to be and the right yes, people are going to hear us and the right people are going to sit in the seats and 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 really get something and we're going to get something as well amen i'm ready girl me too i'm me ready too. To believe well, I know I know that you got to you gotta lead this audience with a prayer. Mm. Mm. Yes. Because yes. tonight I know I have a completely different audience listening tonight. Mm. And I know some of the ones that are listening they are lacking that belief yes you know they're like you know what god is is just not showing up for me mm. they're ready to throw in the towel on this hair game because they like you know what maybe this industry is not for me you yeah. know they don't believe that they could be a six-figure seven-figure stylist you know, they don't believe that they can own their own salon. They don't believe, they don't even know that, like, I didn't even know you went to, through a divorce. Because, mm -hmm. girl, you did it so gracefully, you know. 
but please can you leave them with a word leave them with a word i'm gonna say this and i'm, I'm definitely gonna pray it says in mark 9 and 23 all things are possible for those who believe you got to put it out there don't be don't be a, apologetic about what you're going to put out there just do it Amen. write those things down say them out loud get in your prayer card your corner if you don't have a corner get just in a dark room and just cry out to god last year i said when was the last time we got on our knees because it says be in a humble position that's one of the most humble positions we can be in not in our beds when we lay in there comfortable we got to be in a humble position on our knees and saying, God, it's me. When was the last time we did it? And everybody in the room got on their knees and it was a release because we have something called a release that's going to be on that uh, Monday evening. That's why we tell people to stay until Tuesday because we have Pastor Major Jones that's going to be on Sunday. Powerful. We have Angel uh, Annalisa Jacobs that's going to be there. Powerful. We have Prophet Siobhan Smith out of Dallas, Texas. Powerful. Like it's going to blow people away with what God is going to do. And he's going to bring that belief. Mm -hmm. back. And when it's called release, we leave it there. Like you said, you released it. That was the proper word. I was just called release at the end because you leave everything that you came there burning with. You leave it at the altar and you don't pick it up no more. You go back to your places. You mm -hmm. don't think about it. When you say I'm going through a divorce and I'm going through my children, not talking to me, I'm going through this. No, you leave it there. And watch God pick it up. Mm. So even tonight, I challenge this audience to get on their knees in a humble position and say, God, it's me standing in the need of prayer. It's me, God. I need you right now more than anything before. I need you to do this and call it out loud and speak it out loud. And don't be afraid. Even when having faith seems crazy or someone, you're talking a lot of death yeah, and a young lady in Ross and she was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank like everybody was looking at her, but nobody touched her. She was praising God in the middle of Ross. Praising God in the middle of Ross. She just thought, thank you, Jesus. I mean, she just was going in. But you don't know what that praise was about. Come on. You have no idea what breakthrough that lady just came through. Because she was right there in the line waiting to, and she just stood there and just was loud. Did not even worry about nobody around her. But she wanted to give it to him. Yes. In the middle of the store. When most people have been like, oh, I can't do it. I got to wait till I get in my car. You better give it to him wherever. Wherever he give it to you, give it to him back. You don't know, but she got a phone call that said somebody, you know, was released from the hospital. Cancer free. Or they just, you don't know. All I know is I did like this. I'm like, I know that's right. And I kept moving. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's it. So I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you having me. I look forward to being with you in July. And I look forward to you being with me in September. And I look forward to everybody that's gonna that's gonna listen to this this evening that they are touched by what we have said Amen. and what we're going to do. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So we're gonna end um this in prayer. Dear gracious and almighty God, we come before you, Lord, just telling you thank you. God, thank you for another day, Father God, and another way, another opportunity, and another chance, God, that you have given us. God, we thank you right now that not only are we here humble as we know how, Father, but we come in here, Father God, on bending knees, Father God. We come in here maybe burning down. God, there's somebody right now that listen to us that's going through something and want to give up. But God, we say sit still and know 
that he is God. God, we thank you right now for the breakthrough. God, we thank you, Jesus, right now for what you are going to do and already done. God, right now we praise you in the midst and in the middle of it all. God, we thank you, Jesus, right now that we're walking by faith and not by sight. God, we know that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, God. And we know that you are an on-time God and a promise keeper. Yes. God, we ask you right now to bless the homes, Father God, that's listening yes, to this. God, we ask you to bless the businesses that's listening to this. God, we yes, ask you to Lord. bless the children and the children's children that's listening to this. God, yes. we ask you right now that the words of our mouth and meditation of thy heart be accepted in thy sight. God, we know Jesus yes. right now. Thank you. It's coming. And God, we know oh, that you Jesus. are near and dear. God. And we ask you right now more than anything, help us to believe even more. Yes, Lord. You even more. Help us to know you even more, God. And even when someone says no, Father God, you say yes. And oh. God, we don't worry about any diagnosis. We don't worry about anything that's in our checking accounts or our banking accounts. God, we know that you are yes, a fulfillment thank you, of all of our needs. That we are the head and not the tail, Father God. Yes. That we should be the lender and not the bar. God, we said, God, and I, that we faith in you and no other man. God, we thank you, Jesus, right now. Thank you, you, Jesus. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for this podcast. Yeah. Continue to bless Adrian and everyone thank who she's speaking upon, Father God. Continue to bless this ministry. God, continue to bless this ministry, Father God, that it will touch the masses, that we shall impact the minds of millions one at a time. God, we thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Blessing we ask your name, Father, this day and every day. Amen. Amen. Girl, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God is an awesome God. Amen. Girl, love you. Thank you you so much. You have a blessed night. But, um, girl, how can they get in contact with you? So, it's ways that you can get in contact with us through Impulse Summit, and that's spelled M. P-U-L-S-E-S-U-M-M-I-T. So Impulse Summit is how you can get in touch with me there um, through the website is all of our information as well as I'm here in Tampa. And so we do have uh, connections to get in contact with us through Impulse Summit or Impact Beauty, or even, you know, just come in and inbox me through Micheline Barber on Facebook. And that's how you can contact me in any way. So I would love to hear from anyone that was on this live, this podcast this evening to reach out so that we can connect together by any means. Thank you, sis. You're welcome. Love you much. All right, honey, you have a blessed day. You as well. Good night. Good night. Guys, I hope that blessed y'all as much as it did me. Um, Wow. Y'all just have a blessed night. Okay, so how did you enjoy this episode? Do you have a lesson, a takeaway, or a story from the episode that you'll like to share with other people? I would love to know. Let me know your thoughts of your favorite moments and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform or help text on my IG at The 7 Figure Boss. And if you're still here, thank you. Thanks for being a part of my mission to educate young girls and women about financial freedom. I do it so they know that they can have it all and create it all by themselves. If you enjoyed this conversation, please help me to reach out to more people. 
And as always, go out and remember, make million dollar choices. 